Welcome to a Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Finks. And we're back, man. Episode 105. If mm-hmm. I'm not correct. Uh, 105, correct? I think so. Yeah. Jeez. It better be fucking 105. <laughs> let's, let's hope so. I got that thing. I don't got the thing pulled up. <laughs> Let me check for sure, for sure. Yeah, we gotta check, dude. I, it's weird that each week I forget when I open up, but I don't want people to listen to be like, no, it's actually 106, man. You did 105 last week. Yeah, it's 105. One week we was for sure, for sure that was a number. Yeah, it was wrong. That it was a certain number and it was wrong. Both of us. Yeah. Man. But yeah, it is 105. Yeah, man. All right. Let's get right into it. Um, I don't know how many have heard of this, but it's been pretty well-known news. Uh, Pornhub. Pornhub Premium is completely free. Yes, right? sir. And, and they made this free uh, so people could stay at home, right? Yeah. But it's like, yo, ain't nobody going to sit in the house jacking off all day, right? They know what's going on. They just made this premium content free because they know once all this shit boils over, they're just trying to retain customers to get that premium service. You know, it's crazy. You got this like hand sanitizer with this olive air. Yeah. And you, uh, I had squirted some a little bit earlier. Uh-huh. And I was like, if niggas really wanted to be sanitary right now, they could use that as like a little lube to jack off during that. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> that much, if you guys, if the audience is, if you guys were here and you see how sticky it is, you would yeah. be like, this ain't regular hand sanitizer. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's got olive air, so it's kind of thick. It's almost, yeah. like, it's almost like lotion, but it's, it's, uh, yeah. It's sanitizing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't get any ideas trying to rub one out with some fucking sanitizer. That'd be crazy. <laughs> Mama, my dick burning. <laughs> Mama. Niggas <laughs> try to get rid of STDs with hand sanitizer. Can you imagine somebody, uh, like some young younger person uh, uh, masturbating for the first time? Yeah. And they'd be like, Mama, it's white stuff coming out of my thing. Uh, it's white stuff nasty. coming out of my thing, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, come out of that room. <laughs> That was funny. That's how you stumble up on like your manhood. Yeah, you just end up, you know, ejaculating. You'd be like, "Dang, this is different. I'm a grown man now." I guess. Nah, not even people don't be knowing what that stuff is. <laughs> a lot of parents do a horrible job of telling their kids about sex. Yeah. So a kid being there, just like I'm, just playing with my thing. That's all it is. And all of a sudden, you just bust everywhere. Yeah. Like, mom, I need to go to the doctor. <laughs> I. I I think that I think you are right, but at the at the same time, I'm like, how do you have that conversation with a with a kid? I don't know, man. But I'm that's why I'm glad I ain't got no fucking kids. <laughs> I ain't got to tell kids about this, you know? Yeah. Because like, some parents that do do a good job, it's still probably hard for them to like look, Jimmy. It's natural for you to touch yourself, and he'd be like, touch myself how, mom? <laughs> like yeah. t- like touching my face like this? Like, <laughs> no, not not up there, sir. Uh, not no, not up there, Jimmy. Down there. Yeah. Oh, my legs. Yeah. <laughs> kids don't know how to fuck to interpret that shit. Yeah. But anyways, back to the topic. Uh, uh, yeah. Pornhub Premium is free, man. Um, and during this time, like, I don't know if it's really worth it to try to be, uh, you know, trying to be actively dating because you got a fucking pandemic going on. So I'm yeah. sure, like, you know. Unfortunately, here's the thing, you know, when you're single, you don't got a girlfriend or you ain't married. So you just got to kind of wait this thing out. So like for now, I might as well just change my middle name to Jack right now. I don't know. <laughs> might as well, man. He's got damn Pornhub premiums on there. You got damn Pornhub. <laughs> yeah. Hey, do they have, um, I, I wonder how the, uh, the dating apps are affected by this. Obviously, um. You know, most of the dating apps are meant to like meet up in person and, you know, eventually have sex or whatever. But like, I wonder, are they getting more attraction just because, you know, a lot more people are staying at home and, you know, trying to set up dates for after this uh, 
quarantine is over. Yeah, man. I I'm just all I know. I'm just loading up the gun, man. Yeah. Uh, once this once this pandemic shit is over, I'm I'm be knee deep some in post, some post post quarantine pussy. Huh? I'm be knee deep in some pussy. Man. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's one of those things, man. Just be calm. But yeah. uh, in regards to the Pornhub Premium, it's not a big deal. I think that a lot of people in America really don't admit it that they watch porn. You yeah. know, um, and it's normal. Like if you have an addiction to porn, that's a little different. That's like you, you're kind of you got you might need some help. But if you yeah. just casually watch porn, that's not really a big deal. You yeah, enjoy the pre- the premium Pornhub Premium services, and I mean, I guess it's more high def. Uh, Content yeah, yeah, way better. I don't, I don't know really what the difference is. I guess you could get by on the free stuff, but definitely they have you know the the four K quality and six K and eight K and all that, all them different cameras and stuff out now. So that's insane. You take advantage of it, man. That's insane, man. It's, it's just like super high def. It's just like I don't know. You kind of feel it. The the gra- like the not the graphics, but the shots look so clean. Yeah, that you like like was I was I there? <laughs> was I in the room? <laughs> was I seeing these? You start smelling like sex in the room. Was was I? Did I see these back shots? <laughs> so, it's the 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 higher resolution is not always the best thing though, right? Because some of the porn stars that you thought was like real sexy in 1080 look average in 4K. So they'd be in 4K. Yeah. It'd be some chick that you thought was hot. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden she starts looking like Morgan Freeman. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Shit nasty. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. Well, enjoy that, man. Um, if that's how you stay in the house. Uh, you, yeah. I mean, hey, whatever. Fapping season. Yeah, man. All right. Switching gears. Uh, this is something I had a conversation <laughs> with Keith about. And that's uh, our freedom is the biggest thing working against us right now. Um. It's a lot of people that are outside a little too fucking much right now. This is a quarantine, not a vacation. Okay? Um, motherfuckers playing basketball and shit. I'm like, yo. Like, it got to the point to where the city of Bakersfield took down all the basketball courts in the city. Yeah. Because you can spread the virus that way. So they took down all the courts because people don't want to listen, dude. <clears throat> and the, 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 ter- the dumb thing about it is... People thought just because they're outside and it's only 10 people on the court that right. they're okay. No, not at all. You could be standing next to four motherfuckers and still get it. And the thing yeah. about it is uh, social distancing is real because people are coughing and everything. And it's also al- allergy season. Yeah. <clears throat> so th- th- Which is why I'm clearing my throat. But it's allergy season. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Uh. (laughs) (laughs) yes allergy season and some and and even if people are sneezing or coughing that shit could still get on people yeah so i think it's best to do all your workouts and shit indoors and unless you got to go to the store or work or whatnot you need to be in the fucking house this yeah this once again this is a quarantine not a vacation yeah i think that's that's the craziest part that i don't think a lot of people got right. especially people that hate their jobs right so they definitely right. taking advantage of this time like yeah i'm gonna do this i'm gonna yeah. do this like you know i can only imagine how our city would be if they didn't have real regulations like if if the club was still <laughs> open if if um taco tuesday was still popping and right. all these different things like people would right. just be out and not caring I guarantee you there's somebody still throwing parties right now. And it's, it's a lot of younger people because they don't see like they don't see the seriousness of the situation. They're yeah. just like, yo, 
Like, people are going through their whole phase right now. Yeah. Like, fuck quarantine. They trying to quarantine. Oh, I'm dead. Quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's There's some horn teenagers out there, too. Yeah, that's the name of the podcast. Quarantine. <laughs> yeah, man, you're going through a whole phase. You ain't going to let a fucking a virus spread and uh, a virus stop you from doing that. Yeah. You know, I just wonder what it would be like if I was in college and I knew that this was going on. Like, how seriously would I take it? Yeah, I ain't going to front. I'd probably be getting some. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you'd be hitting it from the back the whole time. She just coughing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ass cheek. <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. Pour that hand sanitizer on my back. It turns me on. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. So I don't I don't know, man. I just, mm. I just think that. Once again, our, our freedom is the biggest thing working against us. If we were China, they would have guns and keep us yeah. in the fucking house. And then the virus would would dissipate faster because we would be forced to stay inside. Yeah. If you're showing signs, then they would take you to the hospital. But if you're not, you'd be in the house. Yeah. There's some people that be taking too many trips to the fucking store, too. Like three trips a day. That's yeah, stupid. Dude, no. I know it's hard for you to stay in the house, but you need to stay in the fucking house. But especially if you have kids yeah. or a wife, you're going to get somebody sick because you, what you're doing is, I don't want to know, I don't know what the probability is, but I'm sure that it goes up each time you keep going to stores oh, or yeah, places sure. where there's a lot of people. Yeah. You know? So it's like, come on, dude, sit sit down. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it before. It's, it's, it's similar to the way that we describe uh, sexual partners, right? right? So essentially, you know, that quote or that idea that, you know, you're having sex with everyone that your partner has had sex with. Right. So it, this, the coronavirus is the same thing. Like when you come in contact, when you're shaking hands and hugging people, you're hugging essentially all the people that they've come in contact exactly. with. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know, it'd be the worst day ever if you got like a STD and coronavirus all in the same sexual transaction. Oh, God damn. <laughs> sexual transaction? So you're paying for it? Or what? <laughs> <laughs> Niggas are like, I'm, I'm done social distancing. I want a social dickening. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez Louise. You know what be crazy? What if, what if somebody was like, imagine like, uh, uh, like if, if the CDC came out with, um, uh, sex positions that were appropriate, <laughs> were appropriate for uh, social distancing. Doggy style. <laughs> do- do- doggy style only. <laughs> that'd be crazy. That's crazy. Dang, that'd be crazy. What if the CDC was like only long strokes? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, that'd be nuts, man. Any yeah. position where y'all not facing each other, you good. Yeah, imagine, imagine if you like right now, you're hanging out with the chick. You, everything seems cool. She got no symptoms. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to take a gamble. I'm, mm-hmm. I need some pussy really bad. Mm-hmm. So she comes over. She's riding you and stuff. And then she just starts getting on top like. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, what do you do? You stop at that point or what's the. Honestly, dude, I'm like, you know what? I probably already got Corona. <laughs> let me just let me just finish this. Nut. Yeah. Let me get this nut real quick. <laughs> if I'm going to get Corona. I might as well keep fucking going now. Right. That's crazy. Yeah, man. No, no. You know, you know what you do. As soon as you get that cough, you just like, you know, hey, get off me. Turn around. Turn around. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh man, you're there coughing on me, coughing on my face. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't be doing this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to make a long story short, folks. Uh, short, folks. Um, I understand we live in the land of the free, right? But take this time to realize this is only a temporary occasion, and it will be over. But while we are in it. 
Do your due diligence and stay in the fucking house. I've said this a million times. I sound like a broken record. I may sound like your dad. Maybe you don't have a dad. But oh, I'm, sa- yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm going to be your dad for this few minutes here. Um, stay it would be over faster, too, if we yeah. follow uh, these. So every, you know, we you talk to a nurse. I talk to mm-hmm. my boy. He's, um, he's about to become a surgeon. And mm-hmm. he, they both said the same thing. and said if we follow these rules as far as social distancing, staying in the house, you know, making sure your immune system is up, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, this will pass. So, yeah, that's all we got to do. Stop pooping. You know, stop um, hanging out in large groups. I, th- I think they said. <laughs> I thought. Well, it sounded like you said stop pooping. But you oh, said- <laughs> <laughs> hold it in. Do not poop. So <laughs> yeah. you pass the corona. Yeah, he said stop hooping. Maybe. Yeah, hooping basically means basketball for. Black if you people. don't know what hooping is, I'm sorry. I don't know. Some probably some white people that are like, I don't know what that means. What is this hooping you speak of? Are you talking about hoop earrings? <laughs> <laughs> the ones that Michael Jordan used to wear. Those ones. Hmm? Oh, I think my friend Jessica used to have some. <laughs> the ones that the black girls wear hmm. yeah. the one that the gangbanger black girls wear. <laughs> the one that Shaquita wears hmm. the one that the cholas be wearing when they fight <laughs> that's funny oh man yeah man alright switching gears uh, during this pandemic and this quarantine situation there is no excuse to be bored and what I mean by that is this I understand you are in the fucking house I understand that most of the time you ain't out and, out and about and doing stuff but your brain needs to be preoccupied with something that, that's stimulating, right? Yeah. When I, what I mean by that is that there are millions of dollars worth of free information uh, on YouTube and Google, and uh, you can utilize that. Uh, you, you can take this time to learn something. But a lot of times people don't want to learn yeah. something. So I don't, I don't want to speak for you. Some people watch Netflix. You watch almost every fucking movie on Netflix, and you just want to be entertained. Sometimes you want to be entertained. I get yeah. it. But you need to learn something. Because after this shit's over, you're going to go to the same fucking job that you hate. You know, you know, it's crazy. It's you go, what, like 13, uh, you go to school for like 13 years of your life. Right. You know, up to your senior year. <clears throat> and then there for some, for a large percentage of people, that's the last time that they learn something new. Wow. Right when they rock across the stage your senior year. True. So it's, it's kind of. I think for me is dumb as a human being to go to school that long and then just stop learning. So you should just, you know, take every opportunity you can to try to pick up something new, some new information. I was talking about like, um, like my brother Desmond, as far as like being a worldly person and being able to stand in a line in the middle of freaking Minnesota and still be able to have a, like a real long thorough conversation about whatever with the person standing next to you in line at a store or something like that so i just think like it's just super important to just constantly be learning and you know that's that's what this platform has given us is that we were constantly looking for topics and information to present to the listeners every week um but even outside of that you know even outside stuff that you know as far as like business and stuff like we always sharing ideas and and um, I think it's important for for everybody to do the same. And and yeah. we're not necessarily talking to our listeners because if you listen to our podcast, you probably listen in obviously to be entertained. But we do you know give some information sometimes. So yeah. um, you guys aren't the people, but probably the people around you that you know they listen to music throughout the whole day and not really consume any information. Or like you said, people that are just watching Netflix for ten hours in a day and just sitting in their bed like. 
you know, suggest those people an audio book or True. you know a po- an informative podcast or you know anything. Yeah, you're gonna need something, man. You can't just sit here and not learn shit because you're gonna wish you did. Once everything opens back up, you go to the same place. You're gonna be like, man, I wish I would have did this. You don't want to be in a position to saying I wish I would have because that means you really could have done it. Yeah, you, you, this is a once. This may be fucked up, but this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. A hundred percent, man. Because yeah. now you've got a lot of time. They 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 extended this shit till uh, uh, April thirty April thirtieth now. Uh-huh. So it's going to be past that, man. If As long as this virus continues to ascend and go up and we don't see a curve going down, we're going to be in this bitch till fucking June. I, to me, like, um, I can only speak for myself. I don't have, like, a, a regular day job, so it's hard for, for me to, like, level with certain people. But, right. like, if I was a person that hated my job and then I got two months off or however long you guys will have off. Right. Um. I would be like going yeah. a thousand percent at whatever I wanted to do to get out of my job. A hundred percent. Like it's no reason for all of you out there that's probably working, you know, as a janitor at a school or working with kids and you don't like it or whatever. You should be going full force at whatever you whatever you have to do. Take your unemployment check. Make sure your you know your insurance and your car payment or whatever is covered, and with the rest of that money, just use it to. Um, learn or get better or drop whatever content you need to to get out of that position. Right. I think this time right here too, if you set yourself up pretty okay, then you don't. You really don't have a fucking excuse. Yeah. If you listen to me and Keith every week and like, yo, I want to start a podcast. Uh, do it yesterday. Did it. Yeah, you should have done it yesterday. Yep. You know, me and Keith do it in house. We do everything in house. We don't have to go to a studio or anything. We do this. Uh, yeah. From my place every week. So. It's like mm-hmm. just doing things like that. You know, you don't know where it's going to go. I was actually on the YouTube yesterday for like almost four hours. Uh, I'm not going to say what business I'm starting, but I am starting a business. So yeah. I was using that information to complement what I'm doing. And yeah. from there, I'm going to learn even more and do even more. Yeah. Because I may still be working. I'm still busy and I'm still working. But I'm not, I'm in no different, uh, I'm not in a different position than anyone else because do you think I want to drive trucks my whole life? No. Yeah. And I'm not complaining, but it, no, I don't want to do that my whole life. So I have to put my best foot forward and figure out what the fuck I need to do. Not yeah. to mention, you can't sit around and say you bored. A lot of people do it for attention. Yeah. They, they'll post a selfie and put bored. It's like, what the fuck do you want people to do about it? Yeah, I don't have no sympathy for you. Yeah, I got a dick uh, for your mouth. This, <laughs> you, yeah, I don't know if somebody got that joke. <laughs> no, nah, but uh, yeah, man. Yeah. It, there's no excuse for that. Uh, yeah. Not not to mention, you've got too many. Th- you got podcasts. You got audiobooks. You can learn a new language. You can so learn so much a, content. Learn a new skill. Yeah, you know. Please don't post selfies talking about your board. It's just for attention. It shows that you don't aspire to be anything when you do this. There's also ways to make money in this in this time. Like yeah, um, there's certain opportunities that I turn down just to be safe. As far as like little Photoshop f- photography gigs and music, yeah. music video gigs that I had going on. But um, I have a buddy of mine that's essentially what he does, and it's kind of slowed up now. But he has so much stuff before the the quarantine hit that um, yeah. he was able to just kind of stock up on everything. <clears throat> but what he does is he goes to yard sales and thrift stores and stuff like that, and he just flips stuff on eBay. Mm. He'll get something for like ten dollars in a thrift store at a yard sale and sell it for like sixty dollars on eBay. Yeah. So he got two hundred. 
you know, pieces of in- inventory that's sitting in his house. He probably made, you know, almost close to um, over $1,500 at this point, just, you know, in yeah. just over a month. And that's just starting out with a small, you know, a small, uh, a small amount of money, maybe like 200, 300 bucks. And he's, you know, he's able to generate that or keep yeah, flipping man. that. So, um, it's so much information, you know what I mean? That's why it's hard for me to like to, to level with certain people. Like you said, I don't understand how people could be bored. Um, cause it's just so much to do in the yeah. world. And it happens like for me, like, um, I'm a, you know, I sometimes go down a wormhole of YouTube just like you do. Like even yesterday, I have a business license, and there was a video that I ran across from this guy named Meet Kevin on uh, on YouTube. He does a lot of real estate stuff. Um, I don't know if any of the listeners know who he is, but he has a he has like almost like probably like three hundred twenty one thousand subscribers. Oh, wow. So he has a, a pretty big following. Pretty but he also gives business advice, and he and he put on there. He was like, yeah, like he basically dropped the video saying that business owners they can uh, apply for a small business loan or it's basically a, like a forgivable loan from right. the government um, up to like 10000 minimum $10,000 up to like $2 million. So um, just it's just so much information, man. Yeah. You'll, you'll be, you'll get, don't get caught up in saying I can't or, man, I don't know if I could do that. Yeah. When, you, when you ain't actually fucking looked. If you looked, you'd see. There's, yeah. things that, there's things I never thought that I would, you know, uh, be involved with the podcast that is on Google Podcasts. It's on uh, iTunes or it's yeah. on. Uh, it's not on Spotify yet, but it's pretty much on every platform besides yeah. Spotify. Yeah, and like you, it's on Luminary also. So you would never know that you could have your podcast on this many platforms and this many people people could find it. Yeah. Like it, it's it's a great joy to me when all of a sudden somebody starts following me. And they're like, "Hey, I found your podcast. I like your content." And I'm like, "Thank mm-hmm. you." You know, I appreciate it, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's cool that people are actively looking for content. Yeah. Um, that's that's also important. Not mm-hmm. to mention, during this time, content is king, man. You create content, ramp that shit up. Double down on it. It's yeah. So, it's somebody that needs it, man. Because th- people get caught up in watching programs that are kind of, um, they kind of uh, exacerbate the uh, current situation. Where, yeah. Like, they they'll watch the movie Contagion or uh, yeah <laughs> or this other bullshit that just ramps up their anxiety yeah but if they listen to a podcast with Keith and Eddie going back and forth about fucking Pornhub Premium um, you get a good laugh <laughs> yeah and then after the podcast they get a good jerk you know so oh god yeah um that'd be a lit no, that, uh, sponsor though yeah right I don't know <laughs> how can you even use that as a sponsor uh we mean Pornhub. Yeah, how do you like? What would you say? Because you know how they always say something like, "Oh, what would the little log line or whatever?" Yeah, be like our good friends at Pornhub Premium want you to stay indoors. <laughs> so we suggest everybody go down to Pornhub and go to Pornhub Premium and sign in and get your your temporary login. Yeah, I think you know. I think a lot of these businesses are. Um, I think a lot of a lot of businesses are doing themselves a disservice at this time, right? Mm. Because one thing. First of all, you're getting a lot of stimulus packages running around. Right, you know, right, right, we're right, supposed to be getting right. like $1,200 if you made under a certain amount of money. Yeah. Um, so if I was whatever, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, I would have like a however long this thing lasts, yeah. two, three months or whatever, Yeah. I would have a free trial for mm-hmm. new subscribers, right. like the quarantine free three-month period or 90 days yeah. or whatever. And um, 
Cause because after that they job is gonna get back rolling and right. they you know, obviously they just stay in afloat right now but you know once they once they get their job back and they working again mm-hmm. this, that would be the perfect opportunity for yeah. them to just be a official subscriber. The number one thing that you should understand as a, a business right now is that you really shouldn't be trying to capitalize in from a money sense. You should be trying to capitalize from a deeper personal sense because what's going to happen is is if you could tend to the needs of people who get your product or service right now and once they get back working, they're going to want to stay with you. Yeah. Because they're like, yo, I had Spotify when they paid my bill for three months. I'm not going to nowhere else. Yeah. So you're going to get a lot of re- – basically, the retention number is going to be very high. Yeah. You know, people like free stuff, but once they have to pay, they're going to be like, you know what? I enjoyed all the advanced – all those services they had and all yeah. that. That's dope. Mm-hmm. I think that's dope, man. You put in like uh discount code quarantine twenty yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I wish I had some sort of like <laughs> subscription based whatever. I would be killing it right now. Ah, that'd be dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right now they'd be like, You wanna listen to Truckers Mind Podcast? We charging. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, man. All right. Uh switching gears. Um Mexico. Um Yo quiero Taco Bell. <laughs> this nigga's stupid, man. Uh, El, pa- El-, El-, El Paso, Texas border. Uh, the state of Chihuahua uh, will set up checkpoints to ensure people coming in from other places are not sick with COVID-19. Um, some people are saying, like, oh, this is no different than America trying to keep immigrants out or whatever. And it's like, you really can't conflate these two things. Yeah. You know, one is a virus. Like, this yeah. is it's, that's apples and oranges. I think that... One is a Mexican, one is a virus. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jay. Oh, man. Yeah. So it's like you can't conflate those two things, man. It's totally different. Yeah. Um, And I, I get it. If Mexico don't want motherfuckers sick up in there, I don't blame them. Yeah. Mexicans ain't coming to America like, <laughs> then I'll be like, hey, hold up. All right. Now, Trump Trump is on to something now. Yeah. You know, but no, nah, Mexicans come here to get jobs. They don't come here to spread diseases. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, mm-hmm. yo, uh, if they want to vet people from coming to Mexico, yeah, I'm with them on that. Trump really messed up because Mexico was his get out of jail free card for a lot of what was going on. Oh, yeah. Like in the, in the economy. And now, like, America got the most cases of coronavirus, so he right. can't say nothing bad about Mexico. No, he can't. He's like, because now the Mexicans that was trying to get into America, they ran They're like, now nah, I'm cool. <laughs> he's, like, nah. he's like, no more. <laughs> going back. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Now, what, what, what if all of a sudden Trump was like, we need more immigrants to come in. <laughs> we need you guys to fill in the jobs <laughs> that Americans are not doing. Yeah. We need possible. you we need you guys to get in the factories right now. Yeah. And then once you get the coronavirus, we're gonna send you back. <laughs> <laughs> my my thing is with the whole border thing is that um how are like how fast are the their tests? Because some of the tests mm. I'm in I'm you know, Mexico obviously doesn't have as much money in their medicine as, as america does so like how long is it the testing process over there i have no idea i don't even know how they do the testing man it's just this shit is so fucked up yeah it's, it's all backwards right now no it, it's all up in the air we have no idea what's going on um all i can do is protect myself man yeah yeah <clears throat> that's it yep so this is just I mean, we got like 50 something cases in bakersfield now 
I have no idea. I didn't check it. I'm sure it was in the 40s. Last, last time I checked, it was 51. So, And one person had died. So Yeah, one death. And, and you know, people say only 50 people got it, bro. Look how big beggars feel. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. But guess what you don't have on your side? The numbers. You don't have the numbers. Mm-hmm. You just have the numbers that are shown. But you don't. If everybody in Vegas. We don't know who, mm-hmm. who literally has it. If Let's say we did a digital test somehow. And everyone could take the test. And then it would update on like some type of platform. Yeah. You would see that instead of 50 something, it's more like 300 plus cases. Min- yeah. Minimum. Yeah. I feel so, it. so I treat motherfuckers like they got Corona. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, how you doing? I'd be like, uh-huh. And I just mm-hmm. walk off. Even me and Eddie don't shake. I ain't shake this nigga hand in like three weeks. No, nah, man. I've known Keith since he was a little kid. <laughs> and it sucks. And it, the thing about it is, it's just like, it's to protect him. Yeah. It's not to be like, oh, I don't fuck with Keith. I don't shake his hand. <laughs> you know, but Keith knows people, you know, and people that he cares about. I have people that I care about. And I care about Keith also. Yeah. So I'm not going to be infecting this nigga. Like, what's up, man? Give me some love, man. Give me, some, give me a hug, man. Yeah. And then Keith walk out of here with a whole virus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be crazy. Imagine imagine somebody that's not paying attention to the news and they're like, I got to go to Mexico, man. I got to get these girls, get some drinks. Yeah. And then you go out to Mexico where you think nobody's sick and then you get coronavirus. Dang. That would suck. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's the, the that's the weird part about this virus is that um most people, I don't know, I don't know what percentage, but a lot of people don't have symptoms. Right. You're walking around and you know, you got the <laughs> virus and you know. That's when you they say that's when you could be the most contagious also when you have zero symptoms. Yeah. You're just giving because it to Because you're so loose. Yeah, you're giving it to people. Yeah. yeah. We got good news, though. Um, What's the name? Yeah. Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. And yeah. it was another player. I forget his name, but I seen it earlier. He They've yeah. been cleared, and, you know, they're no longer um, – they can no longer pass to coronavirus. I think, I think Tom Hanks and his wife are good now, too. They okay. Came, they came back. Good deal. Yeah, that's good. When Tom Hanks is well, that's when everything's good. Mm-hmm. You know? Um. But yeah, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, we got some people corona-free, but the only problem is this shit seems like it takes a while to shake and yeah. get away. Uh huh. So it's like you know, a lot of people can get it and they're just not taking it serious. Yeah. You know. Um. But hey, I don't want to beat people over there. You know what I find interesting about this uh, the Mexico story is the fact that the biggest reason why you can't compare uh the virus to like immigration or immigrants, whatever, is because when when people come from Mexico to America, they're actually giving us something. Yeah. Like they're actually working jobs that empower the economy. Yeah. But when we go over there, we just giving them a virus. Yeah. <laughs> Niggas don't be going to Mexico for no good reason. They'd be going to drink. Yeah. They'd be going to party. They'd be going from, to get hookers. Run away oh. from a crime. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We when we go to Mexico, we're not giving them nothing. But when they come here, they work it. Yeah. That's, that's the real. biggest difference. When they come here, they we when they come here, they work it. When we go there, we coughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's it's so crazy that that's even a thing like we've been so used to you know mexican immigrants coming here and uh taking advantage of our country quote unquote but um you know they don't even want us over there now nah, bro. keep them americans out of here it's like we go to canada now <laughs> drake could be at the border letting them in like ah uh, yeah yeah <laughs> working on the weekend <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be crazy. You imagine that? Yeah. Drake could be there like, oh y'all come in. No, I'd be like <laughs> working on the weekend like usual. Like, I work, I work. 
<laughs> yeah, man. That's it's insane, dude. But yeah, man, it's one of those things. Uh switching gears. Uh a California influencer uh says he is in a hospital with coronavirus just days after posting a video of himself licking a toilet, uh toilet bowl for a revolting or uh, uh TikTok challenge. Um yeah. Um people are fucking idiots. I, I don't think that I have to beat this over the head for people to get it. But these uh these influencers do things for attention. And attention has become it's turned into like cocaine. Yeah. People do this addicted shit. Addicted to attention. They're addicted to attention. It's ridiculous. Whether it's people licking toilets, whether it's people showing themselves naked online, whatever it is, people will fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. I was just thinking on the way here. I was like, man, um, like for me, uh in, in my twenty eight years, I think I've come to a place where I'm where I'm like almost hyper aware of myself. Oh, right? Exactly, yeah. Um, like you you had mentioned the other day, you was like, you know, I haven't ate uh, I hadn't ate or I lost my appetite the day when you went to go buy your gun. And you was talking about how, you know, you you knew how you knew that because of that you were stressed out. Yeah. Um so I'd be noticing little things about myself or like right. noticing how certain things uh bother me and you know kind of draw back to my childhood and I'd be like, oh, okay, I don't I understand like this is right. this is why I don't like certain things. <laughs> But um, it just it just bothers me that there are so many people in this world that lack self awareness, and that I am able to pinpoint he's like a person I've never met in my life. Wait, where this is Florida? Uh, yeah, in Florida. no California. Oh, they're in California. Yeah, this, this guy is a, uh, in California. They're probably like in the L.A. area or something like that. You know, guys that are miles and miles away. Yeah, like I'm able to pinpoint exactly why he's doing it, and it's just because of attention. Of course. Yeah. So um. That that's why, like you know, like I was saying, I was thinking about this on the way over. I was like, that's why I think um, this idea of like therapy is so important because I don't yeah. think it's that I don't think it's you know people that are that have anxiety or people that are you know they're dealing with you know some sort of like psychopathic uh, thoughts or whatever the case. I just think some people just need to be more aware of why they're doing certain things. Right. And it's not even a thing where, you know, you're you're actually hurting other people or whatever. But I just think therapy, you know, and this is just a realization I, I just had maybe two hours ago. Yeah. Is that you just I think more people just need to be more aware of themselves. So I don't think people are going to be aware when they're when they're when people are looking for attention. I think that they're on a, they have a one track mind. So I, I don't think that self-awareness is going to help because once they become self-aware, they will be ashamed of what they're doing. Yeah, and I don't think they give a fuck. Yeah, I mean, those aren't necessarily the people that that need it, or not not need it, but those are people that are probably going to get it. But right. yeah, I do think they need it though. Yeah, man. Like like I told you that day when I was waiting in line and shit, I hadn't eaten for like sixteen hours, mm-hmm. and I wasn't like starving. And I got home and I said, you know what? Yeah, something's up. Something's up with me. You know, mm-hmm. normally I'd be eating or whatever, and I hadn't ate, and I wasn't. It's just because my brain. Um, was going under some type of uh, uh, changes. Yeah, you know the landscape of the world kind of had got to me. Yeah, and I was like, and you know, in my mind, I'm thinking like, I'm not stressing out about any of this, but I'm like, wait a minute, yes, I am. Yeah, I, I think that it's you either got it or you don't, man. Yeah, I, it's just one of those things, I, and a lot of people don't have that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, but yeah, this guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah, uh, he's you know, I mean, it's not much of a deep dive we can go in on here, nah. but he's just he's just a dumbass. You lick toilets, man. Yeah. You lick fucking toilets. All right. Um, the coronavirus. Florida college <clears throat> students test positive for coronavirus after going on spring break. At least five students from the University of Tampa 
have tested positive for coronavirus after traveling with other students from the school for spring break. The university announced on Twitter, uh, this comes after crowds of spring breakers in Florida were criticized for ignoring social distancing guidelines and packing beaches in complete disregard for the potential risk. We mentioned on the last podcast, I I, had referenced Joe Rogan and Joe Rogan was having a conversation with his daughter about like people's uh, 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 frontal cortex not being developed, Mm -hmm. you know, before the age of like 25 and how they have one track minds. And he said his daughter was like, like mushy brain. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. And he was basically stating how these people's brains aren't developed. They're kids. They just want to fucking drink. They don't decision making. Their decision making is at an all time low because. They just have one track minds. Yeah. Not only do they lick toilets, but they get fucking coronavirus because they don't listen. Yeah. And it was kind of sad when I seen the video of the kids talking. It's like, yeah, we bought our tickets already. So we just wanted to come out here and have a good time. We didn't want to, you know, we didn't want this thing to stop us. Did you hear hear what the, uh, the young, the white chick said? She said, I just came here to hook up with black guys and just hang out. She really said that? No, I'm fucking. Uh, I was like, <laughs> I was like, that might be that might be a good. I mean, that might have been something she said. I'm from a small town. I just came here to hook up with black guys. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> I'm just from the mid, you know, the Midwest of America, and I just want to hook up with black guys. Yeah, uh, and then I and then she gonna come back with a coronavirus, and then, <laughs> and then she thinks she got it from a black dude. It's like, oh, some black guy gave me corona. <laughs> Never messing with them again. I really got my BBC, my big black Corona. (laughs) 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 Oh, dang. Oh, man. Well, I'm trying to figure out what BBC. It'd be, uh, you could be that, or it could be, uh, you said big black Corona, or it could be bit by Corona. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just a, another you know situation where people are just too ignorant, and I I don't even think that deters people. I oh, think yeah. that I think that we as a, a society is not we're not really smart enough on our own to get rid of this virus. No. So that's why the government is putting so so many sanctions and, and orders in place for us to um, stay out. Like a lot of stores, the grocery stores is closing early. There's no clubs open. There's no non-essential businesses open and this is in place because we as a society you know we don't care enough about ourselves to not do these things so yeah Uh, until last week or until like last week uh late last week there was a fucking strip club near my job that was open are you serious it's not an essential business you don't at all you don't need a lap dance during a pandemic yeah like get out of here are you kidding me it's supposed I, to be supposed to be practicing social distancing. Yeah, like I don't need you grinding on my cock yeah. during a pandemic. That's fucking weird. Yeah, and and the strippers is all. It was it was so slow out there that the strippers was outside just having a conversation. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. yo, go home, go home, dude. Yeah. Go home, go home. I, uh, what's what's a stripper name? Go go home. Uh, go uh, home, Roger. No, no. What's a good stripper name? Oh, uh, Cinnamon. Go home, cinnamon. <laughs> Go home. Yeah. yeah. Go home, sparkles. <laughs> Delicious. Coming to the stage. Coming to the stage. Straight out of Oildale, California. Bruh, I was in Oildale earlier today, uh-huh. and it's like it's like zombies walking through that mud. It was somebody riding a bike, pulling a lawnmower. 
I've seen it all there. Yeah, man. you see, it's it's so weird, you know, because Bakersfield, you know, you got certain parts of Bakersfield where it's pretty crazy, but when you drive to Oildale, you every day you're gonna see something different. You're gonna yeah, see as soon as crazy. as soon as you go to Oildale, it's just crazy. As soon as you go over that bridge, all you hear is dan dan dan. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since the day I was born. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. <laughs> or you hear like Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> I'd be like, where does when did that music start playing? <laughs> I seen some dude in Oldale, right? And he was running down the street and he's like, oh, methamphetamine and taters. <laughs> <laughs> methamphetamine and taters. I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. It's a very strange time. Um yeah. I, I can't be mad at at them because their brains not developed and they just want to fucking drink and they don't care about serious stuff right now, but they learned. I and, want I, that's my bad. That's what I wanted to say earlier. I'm I'm curious to know like um how are people like coping with it afterwards? Like if if you're one of those people that was like pooping and you got it or one of those people that was at um spring break or licking toilets, like how do they feel afterwards? Obviously they feel stupid, but I want to like hear direct quotes from these people. Well, you got to understand if if a person's looking at a toilet for attention, what do you think they're going to do once they get the virus? They're not going to disappear. Yeah. So that now they're going to be in a public eye like, "Hey guys, don't lick toilets, man. Don't do that." <laughs> Just trust trust me on this one, man. I know I was the one leading the challenge, but it's not worth it, man. Just, yeah. You know, give your life to God and just like <laughs> Don't like man, shut the oh, just dude. shut the fuck up. Yeah. And, and then they will make more content out of getting the right. coronavirus. I how you. I got coronavirus from licking toilets and then that'd get a million views. And yeah. yeah. You know what? This is gonna sound terrible, right? You know, that people talk about, you know, they believe in the power of prayer. I think prayer is great, right? But if somebody is licking toilets and they get coronavirus and say, Man, pray for me, man, I'll be like, Man, I'm saving my prayer. Okay? <laughs> I ain't fucking with you, man. Yeah. Yeah. You licking <laughs> toilets out here, you supposed to be a uh you're supposed to be a social media influencer. You're influencing people to do the wrong thing, and now you want prayers. Too yeah. late, man. I'm sorry. I don't. I, I don't. I just. I wish you the best, but fuck you. Mm-hmm. All right, switching gears. Uh, oh, not switching gears. It's it's a part of the conversation. Uh, I'm gonna get. You know, pe- not before you switch. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, YouTube has started demonetizing videos that were right. using like coronavirus and stuff like that. So yeah, they should. Yeah. Yeah, if it's not if it's not doing anything like significant for coronavirus awareness, mm-hmm. then it's not something to joke about. Everybody knows this is not a laughing matter. No, not not even that. I'm just saying like people can't capitalize off of. You can still get the views, but you're not going to get money from uh, you know those certain views. So you can't use like coronavirus in your headline and expect um, to get the AdSense and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah they really shouldn't because it's just it's just it's clickbait. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody need clickbait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, this is a part of the conversation too. Uh, I'm gonna give people their uh, the credit they deserve for being stupid. Uh, so let me throw Cardi B in this conversation. Um, uh, she recently said that she felt celebrities were being paid to act like they had coronavirus. Mm-hmm. You know, at that point, uh, you were just she was just being irresponsible with the platform uh, because people will take the overall virus less seriously because of people like her. You got to understand. She's like, at first she came out with a video, coronavirus, this shit is real, right? That, <laughs> coronavirus. That, yeah, coronavirus, this shit is real, like, right? <laughs> so she says that, but then a <clears throat> week later, she like, to be honest, I think like, I think some of these celebrities getting paid to like, 
act like they got this shit. Like, if you're going to do that, then just give me the money. And I'm thinking like, yo, this is a time where stupid people need to shut the fuck up, right? Mm -hmm. Scientists and researchers are the ones we rely on to get past these situations. Like, you know, Dr. Fauci and whatnot, but not Cardi B. Mm -hmm. You, by her stating, because her platform is huge, she could post something and in like 10 minutes, she'll have over a million views. If your platform is that big, you need to realize what kind of like what kind of impact you have, mm -hmm. because most people that follow you will take this less seriously. By you, I think actors are getting paid to say they got it. So now people are like Cardi B don't take it serious. I ain't taking it serious because yeah, she's. I mean, if anybody would know it would be Cardi B, she would know about viruses. Yeah, Cardi B is a doctor. Yeah, Doctor B, right? Nobody, <laughs> and it's it's terrible, dude. You have to realize what your impact is. You yeah. got to realize, and uh, they had Slim Thug, because Slim Thug actually got the virus like a week ago. And uh, mm -hmm. they asked, they talked to him, and then they was talking, I guess they mentioned something about uh, people be getting paid. And he's like, man, ain't nobody getting paid off of this, man. I'm, I I got the virus. I'm sick. Mm -hmm. And then the, the rapper Scarface almost died from coronavirus. Yeah. And here you are with your platform saying that, uh, I think they're lying to get paid. Mm -hmm. And then Idris Elba came out and said, no, no, no bots is getting paid to do this. This stupid. Nope, <laughs> nobody getting paid to do this. That is just ridiculous. I can't understand <laughs> why they would do that. <laughs> so it's like, yo, Cardi B, man. Yeah. Uh, look, I've, I've had some opinions about Cardi B, and I've fought back on saying things because... I don't want to tell people how to use their platform. There's nobody telling me. And if they told me and Keith, y'all should do this. I'll be like, no, nah. but I will say this. It is dangerous when something like a virus that is extremely contagious is spreading around. If you downplay that at all, you can get people killed. Uh -huh. you, language is important. Yeah. Very important. Yeah. There was a, um, there was a, I forgot what it's called. Clean uh, chlor, a clean or whatever it's called. Yeah. It was mentioned by the president. And him even mentioning that somebody he went out, sold it out. Yeah, they went out to find this, and they found the wrong. They found the wrong thing that wasn't even what the president talked about, mm -hmm. and uh, they killed themselves. They drank it or something like that, right? Yeah, they fucking killed themselves, mm -hmm. right? And it's like, yo, I can't blame the president, but I can because he's not a scientist. Yeah, you know, stick to being a president. You need to learn. You need to know when to defer to someone that's smarter than you. Yeah. If I don't know something, like, I'm not sure. Hey, what do you know about that, Keith? Mm -hmm. and I'll send it to Keith. Mm -hmm. Like, you got to know when to not talk about shit. Yeah. I think, you know, it, it, it goes both ways. I think that these celebrities, they need to be extremely mindful right. of the things they say because I don't know how many uh, followers Cardi B has on Instagram, but Too I'm many. sure it's a few, a few million. And, um, you know, Pretty much anything a celebrity says is Bible. Cardi B yeah. can come out and say Jesus is coming back tomorrow right. and there'll be millions of people like, oh my gosh, Jesus is coming back. I don't know what I'm going to do. I got to right. get my hair braided. I, I want to look presentable for Jesus. And then um, also as, as as followers, we have to be mindful of the fact that these are just celebrities. And right. A lot of these, they're just human beings. They're regular right. people. Half of them ain't graduate high school let alone college they don't do no sort type of reading or research they be sitting on instagram or you know sitting on their phone all day on twitter and youtube just like you so yeah. they don't got any any more information than you do yeah uh I, go ahead true uh before the podcast me and i told keith about this video i seen with p diddy today and 
no offense to this guy, but he was talking about absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to be like inspirational. And I guess it was in reference to the virus, but he was like, we got to get back to the love, y'all. Once we get back to the love, we we could conquer anything. Yeah. But it was like, it was not really in context. It was all over the place. It didn't make sense. But I guarantee you that a person like P. Diddy with a platform that big and people that are around him all the time, they're like, that's right, man. I feel you. I feel you. People are not going to be honest with you when you don't make any sense when you're fucking P. Diddy. Yeah. That shit didn't make no fucking sense. I'm just like, uh, okay, where's the... Where's this masterful like point that you have? I didn't see it. I think when you know we as a society see someone that's extremely su- successful, right. we just think anything they say is pointing. right. Yeah, right. Like Gary V. I think Gary V. has a lot of great information. He's very sharp. He has a great business acumen. He's very business savvy. But it's a lot of times he ain't talking about shit. <laughs> he ain't talking about shit. Yeah. You know, and if if me and Gary, if Gary felt the need to be transparent with me in any capacity, like you're just not getting it done. You know, if you, you know, if you put your hands, put your head down and you grind, you're getting it done. Yeah. I'll be like, Gary, you are awesome, but you are multiple things in one. Mm. You are a genius and a moron at the same time. (laughs) He's a genius because he has amazing ideas. He has a great foresight for when businesses are ascending. Like he talked about TikTok and TikTok is going crazy right now. Yeah. Right. He talked about other things and businesses and services that are going crazy right now. Yeah. But he also talks about nothing mm-hmm. and he curses so excessively that it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like he'll be like, if your fucking mom knew her fucking problem and she got off her fucking ass and you came down, and you could be <laughs> successful just like all those motherfuckers before you. <laughs> and then a the kid will be sitting there looking at Gary like he's Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, oh, I know. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think for me, like I, I, I take everything with a grain of salt. So right. whether it's uh, P. Diddy or Gary V or Warren Buffett, you know what I mean. You have to, you know, consume that information, right? And then look at it objectively. Like, are they actually saying anything? Is, right. is what they saying going to benefit me in the real world? And if not, then you just kind of dismiss it. But right, uh, I dismissed what P. Diddy was talking about right now because it didn't even make any fucking sense. Yeah. Has he said things that I thought were great? Of course. Yeah. But I'm not one of those motherfuckers that's a fanboy. You got to realize when you're a fanboy, mm-hmm. that means everything that comes out of someone's mouth, you agree. That is dangerous. Yeah. I talked about this about with in regards to politics. With politics, people are so tribal that regardless of what Hillary Clinton does or Donald Trump does or Joe Biden does. They will agree with everything that that person says because that's their guy mm-hmm. or that is dangerous mm-hmm. because now you're not being objective at all. And you're basically you've turned into a fucking zombie because mm-hmm. you're agreeing with everything, even when it doesn't make any fucking sense. Mm-hmm. And it's like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah that's that's ridiculous, man, mm-hmm. which will lead to the next conversation. Uh, what was it? Oh, Damn, I lost the fucking place where we was at. God damn. Oh, okay. Uh, switching gears. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point in time, um, in America, you, if you ever watch the news and you've seen like a lot of wildfires, especially in California, I'm not sure how many of you guys are from California to listen, but according to the analytics, there's a lot of you guys. So the, the wildfires in California, you know, these firemen have to put them out, and obviously most firemen are males, right? So we rely on the selfless... 
um, alpha men to go out there and put these fires out. You, you got to be a different type of dude to go in the middle of a fucking huge fire and put it out. Yeah. Right. But ladies, if you are not sure of what your impact is on the world, listen up. Um, right now we are in the middle of a pandemic, right? And most nurses are female at a, over 90 percentile. So women are on the front lines of a pandemic. Yeah. Okay. We're relying on the backs and the service of women to bring this country back to where it was. Mm -hmm. And I think that's powerful. I I think that uh, a lot of times when I hear this bullshit, like, you know, men are holding its back and this and this and that. And at the end of the day, I think some of it is pretty weak. A lot of it is legitimate because there's a lot of, a lot of uh, patriarchy and things over the years where, you know, uh, men have suppressed women's growth, which is accurate. But also, why you you don't want to focus on that too much because y'all out here doing real things. Yeah. You out here saving the world and you focused on, you know, uh, Joe Blow that's it's whistling at you because you got a nice ass. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You were saving the world, you know, and I think that's important to highlight. Yeah, that's real. I think, um, you know, once upon a time, women was in the kitchen making sandwiches and, and whatnot. And now, like you said, they're on the front lines of this this epidemic. Y'all so still, I think, y'all I think, still, hold on, I'm sorry. Y'all still make the best sandwich. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 no, nah, but I, I think I think it is dope. I think this is, a, um, for, for me, I, I don't like uh, pessimistic people. So right, when, right. Uh, I think a lot of that, this narrative comes as far as like, you know, just just people, gen- people in general and women, you know, just complaining about their place in society. But for me, um, I look at it differently. Like you said, I look at nurses, I look at teachers, I look at, um, you know, many of these other jobs that are necessary for our our country to to keep going. And, you know, women are at the forefront of these things. And I think this is like you said, this is a, a perfect opportunity to um you know, pat a nurse on the back right now. A lot of times right. when we see uh, military guys, you can't pat them on the back. That's sexual yeah, harassment. Yeah. <laughs> and it's social distancing. So, give right. Them, you know, just give them a, a head nod or something. Just grab the booty. <laughs> 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 no, but just, uh, you know, make sure you, you give them that, that uh, you know, uh, whatever congratulatory statement, 100%. just as you do when you see a serviceman or you see a person from the army or a military vet or, you know, any of those people. You know, from a serious standpoint, your little sister is in the nursing program right now. Yeah. I'm curious. I need to hit her up and ask her what her, uh, like, her opinion or mm. her, like, perception of this situation. How does she take it? How mm-hmm. does she feel about it? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I would, I would talk to her, man, to mm-hmm. see. Because think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the pandemic. This is, like, the shit that, this is, like, the biggest fucking nightmare that you can have as a nurse. Yeah. It's so, probably some people being, you know, run away from the right from the program, so seeing I'm, all that. I'm curious to see how your sister thinks about mm-hmm. this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, man, this is a lot. Yeah. This is this shit is a lot, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh sorry, man. Were you still talking? I want to cut you off, man. Nah. But I think for her, she she's so far away from being a nurse. Yeah. That it, it probably doesn't register like that. But uh, um it is it is something that I'm sure she's thought about. So I have yeah, to ask dude. her. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a lot, man. And mm-hmm. and these women are not even going home to their families. Yeah. 
they're literally like in quarantine, but they're around sick people, so they're not even going home. Yeah. Some of these women have been at hospitals for over 14 days. Not even. They sleeping in the hospital? They sleeping in a fucking hospital, bro. God damn. Especially places like, if you're in Bakersfield, obviously, um, you know, we got it here. And it, like I said, it's over 50 cases now and one person right. has died. But places like New York, oh LA. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Crazy. I don't give a fuck where it's at. I, I want, first off, let me shout out everyone in the healthcare system in Bakersfield, California, Dignity Health, Memorial, all these Adventist. places. I want, I'm at, yeah, Adventist Health. I want to shout all of y'all out. Anybody that's listening to this, yeah. I want to make sure that you, you know, you guys get the, uh, representation and the pat on the back you deserve. Not to mention uh, the grocery shop, uh, the grocery store workers. I want to yeah, give y'all on the front lines. Too. Y'all on the front fucking lines. And you know, uh, my cousin posted something that was that made a lot of sense. Uh, I don't know if I can find it right now. Read it. Read the post verbatim. It was a really good one. Mm-hmm. I had to share that mug. I was like, okay, fam. All right, fam, out here putting up the good post. <laughs> Where is it at? Oh man, if I can't find it, I gotta see move you on. in the post, cuz. Yeah, I see you in the post. <laughs> oh, here it is. Some, we need the Kawhi Leonard laugh on there, too. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Okay, this is what he posted verbatim. Something I have to share before I start work today. The same people who are classified as essential, the people being told they are the stitching holding the fabric of this, of society together in one of the biggest disturbances in, a, in the nation's history, are the same group of people that just six months prior were told they were low-skilled and scolded scolded that they could be replaced with self-serve kiosks and automated machinery. I call, I call on our elected, elected officials to let this moment in American history be a teachable moment in the value of middle America who, despite recommendations from experts and, and the orders of the government, keep fulfilling their duties. That was powerful mm-hmm. because... This, they're trying to re- even Walmart. You notice there's more kiosks popping up, and they think they could replace people with fucking robots. But don't nothing move in this world without the American people, and that's what this shit proved. But uh, I mean, that's true. But I never go to a. I never wait in a line at Walmart, like by a cashier. I don't. Yeah. I always go to self self checkout. I like going through the line. Yeah, I like the I like it old school, man, because going through the the checkout to me, you sometimes the checkout has problems or you got to call for a fucking manager to put in a code. I'm just like, I don't want to fuck with that. I rather go through the line and get it scanned through. Yeah. But in situations like this, you cannot rely on 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 uh, uh, those things on those bots because you need order in the store. So you're going to need actual human beings to be stocking, not only stocking. But going to the register and have an order in the store. Hey, you got to line up here. You got to do this. All this shit's important. Mm-hmm. And I've seen people in the store and I've told them, thank you. I said, thank you for continuing to come to work and helping everybody out. And they just like the look on their faces is like, wow, this guy actually cares. Mm-hmm. And I think that's sad. You know, um, it just, that's a whole new appreciation for just human beings in, a gener- in general. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. I went off on a tangent, but at the same time, man. Uh, just people, okay, truck drivers, uh, myself, uh, gro- <laughs> grocery store workers, healthcare workers, and what's another big one? Postal service. Postal service, huge, mm-hmm. huge They're one. Still out there interacting with people. Yeah, you know, bringing bringing people shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, thank you to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, switching gears. 
Um, Florida church packed with worshipers. Uh, pastor shuns social distancing. Okay, the pastor, Rodney Bell Brown, boasted his place was white glove clean, saying we brought in 13 machines that basically kill every virus in the place. And uh, if somebody walks through the door, it's like it kills every one of them. If they sneeze, it shoots down at like 100 miles per hour. It'll neutralize it in split seconds. We have the most sterile building in, I don't know, all of America. This yes, is th- this sounds like the fucking president. <laughs> That's what it sounds like, man. Yeah. Look here, dude. At Pastor end- Trump. Yeah. Look here, man. At the end of the day, here's the thing, right? My biggest problem with with uh, certain people, right? I don't like to rag on a president or get too much into politics or any of that, but I will say this. Um, this, this is misleading. This yeah. is the airborne virus. You, you know, you're going to touch services. It could spread that way. But what I think this is overall is greed. You know, yeah. it's greed. You know what the fuck you're doing. And you're, you're putting elderly people at risk because people that love church the most tend to be elderly. Yeah. I notice people that are towards the end of their life gravitate to church more than ever because They've been through it all. They've been through the market crash, and they've been through hoe phases. They've been through motherfucking. That's funny. Yeah. Oh man, I bet you those older ladies at church they used to fuck everybody back in the day. Yeah, they was fucking everybody. Yeah. They went to school with John F. Kennedy and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my they used to smash Martin Luther King back in the day. Yeah, but uh, (laughs) they've been through a lot, and now that they've gotten older and they've given them their life to. The Lord, they they love going to church, you know, because it's like it's the prequel before you you go on. So basically, to make a long story short, you are risking the lives of a lot of the elderly and other people in there with these mass gatherings. Yeah, you don't give a fuck. You just want to pass that collection plate around three or four times and get your yeah. money for the summer. I mean, for the for that yeah. service. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the end of the day, I don't want to sound like an atheist or anything. I believe in God. I, I you know I'm not the most biblical person, but I will say this. A prayer is not going to destroy a virus. Scientists are going to do that. So you can pray to be healthy, things of that nature, but don't get it twisted. Don't get people up in this building and have them praying and stuff, and you're getting people sick. That, to me, is this, is, is really twisted. It's a very twisted reality. When you as a person, as, as supposed to be a leader, when you're, in the, when you're a pastor, people look at you as a leader. So you're leading people down the wrong path, man. That's just weird. I've I seen that um, there was a lot of uh, churches being told that they will lose their um, their nonprofit exemption mm-hmm. if they keep holding services. Wow! So I don't know like what the aftermath will be uh, from this guy, or you know if it's being passed down, um, you know after they had church last week or whatever. But um, yeah, this is a serious matter, and right. I think that. You hit it right on the head. A lot of these, there's a lot of businesses that are operating like this. And part of it, you know, they're doing it for as far as like greed and stuff. But there was other right. businesses out there that were trying to stay open, you know, yeah. even with this thing. Some bars. Just to make some, yeah, to make some money and stuff like that. There's there's even gyms still open out here in Bakersfield. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I don't want to, look, here's the thing, what I don't want to do. I don't want to put no gyms under the bus, but it's a gym that should be fucking closed. And if you're listening, you need to close the fucking gym. You're doing yeah. a disservice to the city of Bakersfield. Um, you, you don't have uh, spray bottles around to spray down the equipment. Um, you, you're allowing people to go in there and work out. And, and when I've seen videos of people working out, I didn't see a bunch. But if you're that hard up to make a dollar, you need to re, you need to reassess what the fuck you're doing because it's a huge disservice. Yeah. right. It is a huge disservice to the city. 
And it's wrong. Yeah. It's wrong. Yeah. And I know it's a lot of small businesses businesses that might go under, but here's my thing. As a person that would open up a business, I would not rely on the flow of the business so much that it would allow, allow me to do things that are unethical. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like I would, what I would be doing while I'm conducting a business, I would never want to conduct a business that I'm not um, ahead enough on to where if something goes bad, I have to do something that's unethical. I'd rather shut down my business and hold on and have a significant amount of savings and protections to keep me going once we get back up. The, th- the thing about it, too, is that the um, they essentially you don't have to pay your mortgage right now because the four right. major banks right. that lend that have the loans, they, they're not making you pay your, your mortgage exactly. right now. Exactly. So for you to be open at this time is just is just blasphemy. It's blasphemy because mm-hmm. you still want that cash flow coming mm-hmm. in. You still want to make some money. That's yeah. the problem. The problem is if you if you have a gym right now and you're keeping it open, you're telling on yourself because you're trying to make cash flow. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You should freeze everyone's accounts and say, look, I apologize, but this day is the last day at the gym. That was I mean, I, one of my boys, he he rents a, a space at a gym um, to do training and the owner was still asking for rent what? and the full the full amount of rent. What? Yeah. Oh wow. I was is like, this, this nigga's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. This is ridiculous. What are you talking about? Like, why? I hope, you- it, I hope it's not where I think it is. I'm not gonna say any names. Yeah, I don't say no names. Yeah. But it's only like two gyms in Bakersfield open. Uh huh. Wow. Yeah. Where were we? Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Wow. Like me and Keith didn't even say anything, but we knew we were talking. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's, yeah. That's insane, man. Yeah. So I think, but you know, that's what I, we, we talked about previously as far as like making sure <laughs> this should be an opportunity and you know, it caught a lot of people off guard, but this should be an opportunity for, um, the next emergency or pandemic, um, for us as people to have our, have our, uh, our bank accounts in order oh, so man. we can survive a couple months if, you know, yeah. if the world is, you know, in some sort of stress state like this. Yeah. Um, but the same thing goes for a business. Yes. You know what I mean? A, a business should not be living paycheck to paycheck like no. that to where they need, you know, people working out during a freaking pandemic or when the government is telling us to shut non-essential businesses down, still trying to make money. So that's just crazy. And, and the, the, the sad part about it is, um, and one thing that I've realized, um, and even speaking to my uncle, my uncle, he does, uh, he sells like, uh, internet services to, to small businesses. Uh-huh. And, um, he told me a while back, he was like, yo, it's, it's so crazy to me how many of these people have businesses, but they're just terrible business owners. They oh operate God. their businesses so bad. Oh my God. He was like, I would pull up to certain places that would have an appointment and they there would be nobody there and it would be yeah. during operating hours. And he would just be like, yo, this is crazy. How many people have businesses just bro, for the sake of having businesses? Bro, I'm going to tell you like this, right? I'm not going to use no names. I ain't going to put nobody out there specifically, but I've worked for businesses where they made a lot of money and they were terrible. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about uh, safety was out the window. Um, people could have died. Um, you know, the equipment was bad where they purposely wouldn't fix equipment. Yeah. Um, all kind of shit, bolts and shit come. This it was just fucked up mm-hmm. and very dangerous. Mm-hmm. And they had a business 
and it was making a lot of money. Yeah. So what I learned from that point, even though I didn't have this business sense at the time, if they're doing all the wrong things and they're still making money, what if I did the right thing? Mm-hmm. How much money could I make doing things the right way? Yeah. And fuck, I, I mean, I, I'm capable of doing it. Yeah, for sure. It's just, it's just crazy, dude. I used to think I, I think I used to tell you a couple times. I was like, "Yo, man, they're doing they're doing shit so backwards here. It's just yeah. so fucked up." Yeah, I seen that in in pretty much every space that I worked for, right. minus a couple businesses. But you see these businesses being run, you're like, "Yo, this dude is not a great manager or business owner." Right. And you know, this is this is not something out of my realm. I could do the same thing that he's doing. It's yeah. pretty crazy. No, not, I could do the same thing. I aspire to not do the same thing because this motherfucker's fuck. People, some people fuck up so much you learn what not to do. Yeah, and it's like yo, yeah. For all the pastors or aspiring pastors out there, pay close attention to this. Don't open up your church during a pandemic or a health risk. Yeah, don't do that. We and have it, the internet, man. Yeah, we have the internet. It has nothing to do with the word of Christ or being close. That's a cop out. Mm-hmm. You're using that because you want people to be there physically to pay you money. Yep. Period. And they know that the there there's tithe via the internet, but they know that most people be paying with cash. Yeah. So they probably want all those people in there that you know, because it's it's as much it takes much more effort to pull out your card and put the PayPal account in and all this. So yeah, yeah. um, this is this is completely a different uh, this kind of off topic. But if you're listening to this and you're from wherever you're from, uh, we got a lot of listeners in Kern County, so Bakersfield, uh, Delano, McFarland, Arvin. Uh, all these areas. If you're from yeah. anywhere in Kern County, try to support local. Yes. Don't, don't get too caught up in going to motherfucking in and out and all these places. Go down to, you know, Jose's Taco Shop that took care of you, you know, for, for the many years you've been going there. You know, maybe you didn't have enough change and they would give you free food. Like, mm-hmm. make sure you go to that place, that type of place. Go to that little plate, the little burger spot that you haven't been to in a while because you always go to in and out. Make sure you support these people. Because at the end of the day, a lot of these businesses can close, right? Mm. But these huge conglomerates, they can kind of hold on. They're not going to completely close down. They're going to be all right. Yeah, but, Chick-fil-A was booming when I went yeah, the other day. Yeah, yeah Chick-fil-A going to stay booming. Yeah. You know, Chick-fil-A will be open, but uh, Barbara... Especially, the, especially restaurants that are um, generally like sit-down restaurants. Right. You know, somewhere where you would go... I th- Somewhere where you would go and, you know, you know, have a nice meal. You sit there for an hour and a half right. chopping it up and right, eating right. and stuff. Like, those are the ones where now that they're only doing takeout, they're suffering a little bit. You know, we're normally, yeah. we're used to going through a fast food line. You know, we're used to going through a drive through yeah. But some of these other stores, I think those are extremely important to support right now. There's so many places around, like Zingo's and all kind of other places I've <laughs> seen in town mm-hmm. where it just looks like it's nothing there. Like, yeah. nobody's showing up. They're just hanging on, man. Yeah, but I think that I, I think that um, it's a learning experience for anybody that wants to open a business. For anybody that will say things like, "I could do that. I can open up a business." Oh, really? Make sure you look around at these local places that are suffering right now. Mm-hmm. Look at these people that you know they put so much into the restaurant, and then you know a couple bad months, I had them out of business. You got to realize this is yeah, not. It's going to be a lot of people that come out on yeah. the other side without businesses. Without businesses, bro. And then some of these places been ran through, you know, they've been open for 26 years, 32 years, and they're going to be out of business. Even that gym that I was just talking about, um, there was a, a, a group of us in there talking. And it was like, man, the owner, 
He not really that that business savvy. He don't know what he's doing with this gym. And if if he don't come out on the other side, um, and he's able to, you know, survive this, you know, you know, two, three months or whatever that we're in quarantine. Yeah. They were looking looking at buying it. So I was like, Hell yeah. yeah. This this is another time too. Start looking at these spaces. Cause if these spaces that they're that are being occupied um mm-hmm. aren't ready and you're financially ready and you could work as a collaborative with someone, let's say you ain't got the money. But you could work as a collaborative to to launch a new business. Mm-hmm. And you and here's the thing. If you want to open a business too, you gotta have a business model down. You know, the expenses, what you're going to buy, what you're going to start off with. Like, I believe that in our future, we're going to have a place like In-N-Out, but they only do burritos or they only do tacos. See, uh, they, uh, Andrew Scholes talked about this, Mm -hmm. that In-N-Out is so popular because they do one thing right. Yeah. They do one thing good and they do it fast. So when you go to In-N-Out, that line could be wrapped around the fucking building three times. Andrew Scholes said that? Yeah, I think he said that. I think it was him that said that. Oh. Yeah, I could have swore it was him. He said they do one thing right. Oh, okay. He's talking I, about In-N-Out Burger. Okay. Yeah. Um, They make burgers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you could simplify and make it a simple business and make a burrito that's really good, like a quick grilled burrito, or you make burritos and quesadillas. If you make burritos and quesadillas all day, and that shit, that line going to be moving fast, you, you got a good tasting product. Man, you could you could be a hit in the city. Who knows? But I think the closest thing to that right now is probably Lavia. Lavia? Yeah. Why you say that? Because they they don't they not booming like that. No. Um, I just don't know if Mexican food can do do that. I don't it's know. possible, but I'm just saying they have they have the most. It's a local business, and they have the right. most uh, different uh, restaurants right. around town. Oh yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, from like a business sense. Yeah. Like, like, in, like a, uh, like when you think of Chick Fil A, they do chicken, chicken sandwiches. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Lavia's menu is small. They got, they got a nacho, they got like uh, sopas, burritos, and tacos. That's pretty much it. You sure they got sopas? They ain't, they ain't got like uh, albonigas and all the other shit Mm-mm. on there. No, Mm-mm. I don't fuck with. Uh, oh, I don't really go there like that. I'm not gonna talk bad about their business, but I don't really go there. Yeah, I go to like. Uh, What's the one? Super Taco. I've been there. Yeah. Um, what's another one? Uh, Los Tacos. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Sometimes I go to Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, Taco Bell is not Mexican food, folks. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. That's a disrespect to Mexican man. Oh yeah. 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 Especially you know in the Mexican culture. You know, they big on that food. They be like, my grandma makes the best this or that. Yeah. And like, my grandma makes the best albonigas, bro. Yeah. You know, you can't be. I, I'm telling you right now. If you, if Taco Bell all of a sudden come out with like old fashioned, like Mexican dishes, I'll be like, yo, bro, y'all wilding out. Like, if you see uh, <laughs> Taco Bell come out with sopas or fucking uh They just revamp. Yeah, they revamp. They oh hold me. Oh, my God, bro. Those street tacos, like, they change everything. That'd bro, that's, like, super cultural appropriation at that point. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta do it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, switching gears. Uh, the, the good and bad side of the coronavirus. Obviously, the coronavirus is a horrible virus. It's extremely contagious. But we're speaking about the good things, the silver linings. Mm-hmm. Of the coronavirus, one of them is is the the time with your family. Of course, you're gonna be around them around them a lot. They're gonna get on your fucking nerves, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. However, and during this time, you're gonna you're gonna bond in the most 
um, the most unique moment in American history. And you guys can reflect on that 15, 20 years down and remember these moments you had with each other. Yeah. This is a moment that um, you'll always remember. Like I, I remember the day 9-11 happened. I remember what I was wearing. That was back in 2001. I was a junior in high school. I remember, uh, you know, everything from that day. Mm-hmm. And I think that these moments are going to, they're going to remain in your mind for the rest of your life. They'll be, the most vivid moments are going to be from this lot, this uh, experience where we're locked down until we overcome this virus. So spending that time with your family is going to be great. But the negative side of this is if you are in not a great home situation and you are living with your abuser, uh, meaning someone that is physically or mentally abusive and you can't get away from them. Um, some of these kids that are in school, school is a getaway for them because their parents are probably on drugs or abusive or whatever. So I feel bad for those kids that cannot get um, the, the, the type of um, you know, support mm-hmm. that they normally get from school. Mm-hmm. Now they got to be around a person that's extremely abusive yeah. you know, all day long. And I know yeah. that has to be terrible. Yeah. One of the um like we we spoke about it previously but um just this opportunity to like revamp your skill set a little bit, you know what I mean? I think um what I was able to do with this quarantine is just get back to my roots in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um because previously like I had different projects and stuff coming up, but I wasn't writing as much as I wanted to. And uh, I was able to use that, so I think that that's that's one of the one of the good things. I guess the cons is also is like the the pro and con of it is like family right. in a sense, like you said, like um, the fact that you have to be around them more, and the fact that you can be around them more. Yeah. It's like you just kind of get tired of them. But uh, but outside of that, I think I think um, the the biggest con that I that I see. Is just the financial side because there was a lot of people that weren't necessarily prepared no. to to deal with this, and you know we're all going through the same thing in a sense where it's like no matter unless you were in the health department or the health field, the you know postal service or whatever, um, you're all like struggling. I know people that were um, bartenders and stuff like that, yeah, and they don't know when they're gonna get their next check. Obviously, they Man. went. You know, they got the unemployment, but the unemployment is never as much as your regular check is going to be, especially with all those tips and stuff that they be getting. So, um, yeah, it's just a, it's a trying times right now, man. Yeah, I, I just think that right now, uh, the op, the the awesome thing too, the other silver lining is the fact that you get a chance to reevaluate your life. Yeah. So in this moment, you're like you're thinking about, hey, I was a bartender, but if this happens again, I'm going to be in the same boat. Yeah. So what other professional career can I become a part of where I don't have to be? And what type of profession can I get involved in that never stops? Yeah. So when this shit happens, they're going to need me. Yeah. Luckily, folks, luckily, I was in the trucking industry. I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, you know, I made the right choice. And I knew that yeah. if something happened, then they were going to need me. No. Eddie V. I was, just happened to be. Predicted. <laughs> <laughs> I just happened to be in the right industry. And I've never stopped. From yeah. the time they quarantine, I've been working the whole fucking time. Yeah. So at this point, I'm privileged, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a privileged individual based on the fact that I've never stopped working. And and it made you really think about it. When you look at the streets being bare, ain't nobody going to work. 
Mm-hmm. A lot of motherfuckers ain't going to work. How many uh, unemployment things were filed? Like three, over three million. Yeah, it was a lot. God damn. I was just talking to, um. so the, when did I, I picked up my check, like my last check from, from uh, the car company that yeah. I work for. Uh-huh. Maybe like Tuesday. Uh-huh. And I was just talking to the 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 store manager there, and he was like, he wasn't depressed, but you could tell it was like he was he was going through it. And uh, so I walked in there, and um, it's a pretty big dealership, and they had a the previous day they had to lay off all their sales team. Oh. So I don't know how many was in there, but you know everybody from the internet sales to you oh. know the sales associates to people that are speaking to people on a you know, person to person basis, all of them got laid off the day before. Shit. So he was feeling it emotionally, like, man. And then on top of that, he was dealing with, um, so you're getting calls from the lawyers because the lawyers are the ones that are keeping tabs on the, um, all the new laws that are coming out. Oh, so basically what's happening is, um, it's, it's, and it's also, so it's like city by city and state by state. And then also like a, like a, nationwide like uh yeah. referendum that's also going around so like that's why like he was you know talking to so many different people but what's happening here in like bakersfield and kern county is they haven't passed down a real ordinance yet so mm. they're basically waiting on california as a whole to pass down something um as far as like car dealerships because selling cars is non-essential like in our mind right now so right. um basically you know that's why they had to lay off uh lay off all of their workers. But it was just crazy going in there and just seeing how, like, um, that was the first time I got the real effects of it as far as, like, people being, like, genuinely emotional that they they may not... They got, like, laid off. It wasn't like, hey, you know, they essentially, like, said, we'll probably bring you back. But at the same time, we don't know how long Mm -hmm. this is going to last. So they just have, at the dealership, they just have a service department. Like, if you need your oil change, you need your tire. Yeah, that's all they got. So it's crazy, man. That's crazy, man. Mm -hmm. It's it's just nuts how just that quick. Yeah. That's why I tell people, man, don't ever get... Don't ever get in a position of life where things are going better for you. You start getting a little cocky. Like I like we talked about these oil field guys. Yeah, they'll get, they'll get a job. They're getting paid good money, and then they'll be like, that "Yeah, barrel yeah. price change." Yeah, yeah, I'm doing good, man. You need to come out here and make some real money. This and yeah. that. I'm just thinking like, all right, man, mm-hmm. right? And 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 it's just hilarious to me because you let a job make you make you act like that when all they got to do is just Thanos snap their finger like Thanos, and your job's fucking done. Yeah, and that's what ha- and the crazy thing that happens to the, it's a it's a cycle with them. So I never understood why they get so cocky. Because yeah, when they up, it's like, yo, I'm making ninety thousand dollars a year. I got a boat. I got this. I got that. I'm actually paying taxes at the end of the year. Nah, and right. then all of a sudden, when you know this is a, a crisis in the oil industry or whatever, and they don't know how to pay the uh, you know the car payment or their mortgages late or whatever, then they sick. So. Hey, 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 Keith, man, you got like 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's why, you know, it's it's crazy to me that um, we talked about like the businesses, but somebody that, you know, could be in the oil fields is still living paycheck to paycheck. That's insane. Mm-hmm. That is a thousand percent true. Mm-hmm. But it comes with, you know, they say more money, more problems. Which yeah. I, I, I disagree with that. It's like more people basically just because you make more money don't mean it doesn't mean you need to create more bills. Mm-hmm. And what people do is when they make more money, they could go from making nothing like thirty two thousand twenty eight hundred twenty eight thousand dollars a year, 
and they make uh, over a hundred thousand and still live paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Because now they got two cars that they got a note on. Mm-hmm. They got two different cars they got insurance on, and they got a mortgage, and they got a girlfriend that don't fucking work. <laughs> yeah. And, and they got maybe maybe she has a kid or two, or you got a kid, so now you got them ki- kids are uh, another expense. Yeah. You know, then you know you want to live good, so you always eating out all the time. You always taking trips out of town all the time. <laughs> And then before you know it, you get laid off. And then, you know, at the end of the year, you probably should have had at least like fourteen, fifteen thousand dollars saved up minimum. Yeah. But you got like twenty one hundred dollars saved. Yeah. You got no assets. You got no assets. All you got is all these sea dudes and these little jet skis. Yeah. And you got a boat. You got a lifted truck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's like, yo, at the end of the day, man, that shit can be gone. Yeah, what would you say if uh, if you're not able to make money while you're sleeping, you're gonna die broke? Pretty much. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not. And my thing is, I'm speaking from a place, not from a place of that. I'm not a person that's making money in my sleep, mm-hmm. but I am coming up with ways to change that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's what's important, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else on that key? Nah, that's, that's pretty much it. Man. All right, man. Switching gears. Um, what I noticed is uh, initially there was a deadline of April 12th to get, you know, everybody to get back there. But we kept watching the numbers on the coronavirus just keep going up, 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 up. You mean back back to work? Yeah. On, okay. It was supposed to be April 12th, but it okay. got extended to uh, the 30th. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. April 30th. Mm-hmm. But this shit ain't going to be open by then either. No. Like, it's not. It's, we're we're yeah. going into June. We know that. Yeah. Um, but to make a long story short, I, I just want to speak about how our government has a get back to work mentality. Like, get back to work. You know how that that disgruntled boss that sees you laughing and cracking a joke with one of your coworkers will be like, hey, you, get back to work. And that's Mm -hmm. what the government is, Mm -hmm. right? The machine is us. The American people are the machine. And when that machine stops working, then the government is like, wait a minute, get back to work. But here's the problem. We're the machine. Yeah, you just uh, you're just a, a political figure. Yeah, we really don't need you. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, that's your job. Yeah, but we showed that the American people are will move this country, not pol- not politicians. Okay, um, and basically the American people need a break. The yeah. American people need a break to become physically and mentally healthy. Without without being healthy, there is no economy. So you can't get a bunch of people who are at risk of getting the fucking coronavirus. And put them to work and say, ah, oh, we'll be okay. That's not how it works. Mm-hmm. You're going to overwhelm the healthcare system, which, which these women don't even have enough protective equipment to protect themselves. So now you get them sick. And how are the people that are supposed to protect us? They can't even protect themselves. Mm-hmm. So we got all, it's just a clusterfuck. So at the end of the day, the American people need a break. And once we get rolling, we're going to be fucking rolling. Yeah. But right now, this shit has to stop. Everything has to stop. You know, um I they, think I think more than anything this this little stint or this little break or vacation we have right now should let the people know how powerful we are. 100%. Because the world is not moving at all right now no. and that's because of the 99%. You know, the people that are actually out here yeah. in the trenches working. And um and that's why they're sending the stimulus package yeah. because if us as the ninety nine percent aren't spent we're not spending money then the mm-hmm. economy is crashing yeah. every day. Yep, no consumption, so. no consumption, no mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. They need the look. I, I look at the end of the day too. 
the American people stepped up before the government did because they've been yeah. sitting here. Oh, what do we give them? What do we do this? Blah, 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 blah. It just, it's crazy how it takes you that long to figure out how to allocate or where or how to distribute funds to the American people that move this fucking country. But you could bail out a, ba- a bank for three trillion fucking dollars. Yeah. The American people got two point two trillion. Mm-hmm. OK, come off that money. Mm-hmm. The American people deserve a bag, not because it's a handout. They they deserve the money. It's their fucking money. Yeah. Period. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people getting rich off of our backs. Yeah. So I think that's like if you just look at, you know, even the car dealership that I was speaking about, there's, you know, one person that owns the company and he's extremely wealthy and then he pays a store manager and he pays a sale team. And then all the way at the bottom, it's a sales associate yeah. that probably make whatever you know, single digit percent on each car. And it's like, yo, these cars are selling for like a Camry is what, like $50,000 or something like that. So all I know is, is the people getting breadcrumbs are the motherfuckers that run this country. Yeah. So you got to realize you got to, you, you have to take that, uh, pyramid, I guess you could say. Yeah. And invert that bitch because the people at the bottom should be at the top because without the bottom, the top ain't shit. Yeah. So it, it kills me sometimes when, you know, um, I guess there, there's we talked about the whole myth that poor people don't work hard. Them is some of the most hardest working motherfuckers in the country. Mm-hmm. You talk about immigrants. They're stealing our jobs and they're stealing this and they're doing this and they're doing that. Uh, let's be clear. Uh, without uh, 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 immigrants coming here doing these jobs, um, how the fuck are they going to get done? Mm-hmm. Right. So when you take immigrants out of these situations. And you replace them with, um, I guess, workers from here. Yeah. Do you think they're going to work under those conditions and want to get paid that? Probably not. Mm-mm. So not only that, but the grocery store worker or the whoever else, these considered low-skilled jobs like my cousin had mentioned, a lot of these jobs keep America moving. Yeah. So it's just like, yo, mm-hmm. people need a break right now. They need a break. Mm-hmm. It's like it's an everlasting machine that never stops. Yeah. And and what happens is is people who are um they have this there's nothing wrong with capitalism. I'm not I'm not trying to sound like there is, but at the same time, there's a certain amount of um uh I don't know, ethics, I guess, that need to be uh involved. Because you can't just expect motherfuckers to go to work during a pandemic. Yeah. That's that's just foolish. That's just foolish. Mm-hmm. That's foolery, man. That's tomfoolery. I'm going to work, but it's a little different for me. You know, um, I'm going to work, but I don't work around people. I'm a truck driver. So yeah. I'm pretty much quarantined at work. Yeah. But everyone else that has to be in these malls and these theaters and oh my God. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about a fucking outbreak. Imagine the numbers when everybody, if you just let everybody go back to life as it was, dude. It, it would be crazy. It'd be crazy. You mean like right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You let everybody just go back to work and back to the malls and all of this, bro, that shit would be spreading so fast. It'd be yeah. people dying like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. The crazy part is, um, you know, the reason why that stimulus is so important as far as like the 1200 a month. Yeah. Um, it's important because it affects the 1% also. If you uh. own Walmart or if you own whatever big corporation or uh, McDonald's or whatever, and people aren't spending money, then right. 
you can't pay your employees. Like mm-hmm. the, it's just a whole cycle, yeah. and that's how money operates. That's why you know it's just you you get it in your hand, you spend it, you pay for your rent, you pay mm-hmm. for your car, you pay for your. That's how that's how we're able to um, stay out of a, a recession for the most part. But when money slows down or mm-hmm. it's not you know it's not cycling as fast as it should be, then that's when the country is in turmoil. One word: consumption. Yeah. If you're not consuming, then you know it's bad. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure right now that Jeff Bezos is somewhere like just on cloud nine. Yeah, because a lot of motherfuckers. Look, I got. It's, I think it's too. <clears throat> as far as like the internet age of companies, it's probably mm-hmm. two two companies right now that's really like is really doing a thing. That's Netflix, and then that's Amazon. Ooh, yeah, Netflix killing the and whole I, stock market was crashing, and Netflix was still going up. Oh, man. I'm going to tell you a couple different companies that I feel like that are just blowing up crazy during this pandemic. And I paid attention to it. Uh, obviously, Netflix. TikTok, TikTok mm-hmm. Netflix, Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, motherfucking uh, In-N-Out Burger. <laughs> In-N-Out. Yeah. In-N-Out like a motherfucker. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. In-N-Out. Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A still booming. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm, you could can you say Walmart? Walmart, yeah. yeah Walmart. People are buying it. Little stuff they need. I think the the interesting part is like TikTok is is impressive to me because we always talk about like timing, right? You know right. what I mean. And we talked about like a guy like Roddy Rich. Roddy Rich had you know a few mixtapes out before Nip died, but yeah. when Nip died, it kind of paved the way for him to come in and get a number one album. Or when right. um. And not necessarily in this instance, Snoop Dogg was already like a big artist and, you know, he already had a, a a great collaborative album with Dr. Dre. But when Tupac died, it kind of, you know, opened up a lane or when right. Biggie died, it opened up a lane for Jay. So it's all about timing. Like even for us, um, who knows where we would go, but, you know, we already got 104 episodes and 105 right now. So whatever thing in the world happens or whatever opportunity comes where it's whether it's a new podcast platform yeah. or whatever the case may be like we already got 105 episodes in the exactly. whole so i think that's what tiktok is doing they have their app for mm-hmm. i don't know two three years now probably yeah, i don't know how long it's, it hasn't been too long but it's been significant yeah but they but they already primed they already you know worked out their algorithms made sure you know they attach themselves to different influencers and mm-hmm. dancers and stuff out there to grow the thing. And now that people is bored sitting at home, they just firing. I'm going to tell you a company that's kind of booming on the low right now. And I, I've seen a bunch of ads for them. Is that company Goalie? I haven't. What's that? It's a company called Goalie. They make these uh, apples, apple, uh, apples, what they call it? Cinnamon uh, vinegar. What they call it? Apple cider vinegar. Okay. But it's like these, these gummy tablets that are fucking pretty popular right now. Okay. And Goalie is blowing up, mm-hmm. but it's really, like I'm saying it all over Facebook, I'm saying it all over Instagram, mm-hmm. and it's really booming right now. Mm-hmm. Like, which you're going to notice it now. Next time when you go like on social media, you're going to be scrolling, and it's going to say Goalie. Mm-hmm. It's G-O-L-I. It's in a red bottle. Especially now that we talked about it, you know your phone be listening yeah. to Yeah. It'd be like, Goalie. <laughs> Are you asking me to search for goalie? <laughs> You're like, nah, get out of I my conversation. I was listening to a podcast once in my phone, you know, the Google Pixels, it talked back to you. And mm-hmm. I didn't, I wasn't even saying words. And I'm like, said, uh, you know, I forget what the term is they say back to you, but, you know, it just popped up like, yeah. What was that that you said? Boop, I was like, 
Say that again. Yeah. I'm like, like, what? Whoa. I'm not talking. Yeah, nobody. It, it, sometimes your phone turns into that person that be asking questions that shouldn't ask when you have yeah. a conversation. You ever been talking and then somebody come up like, hey, who are you talking to? You be like, <laughs> what the fuck? It's <laughs> your business, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's annoying. But yeah, man, I, I, I it, like you talked about um, freaking, uh, uh, yeah, we were talking about that, the app and the other shit mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. went off, off the main topic. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, the American people need a break um, as of now, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm, I don't feel bad for the government doing this. This is not, you know, a food stamp situation. It's not like what I notice a lot of times too. This is kind of all gonna come in together. Um, but the stimulus check, um, they were wanting to not pay or give people checks that were behind on child support. Yeah, and I have a problem with that, and this is why. I think that every every situation is different. Yeah, I think there are a lot of men that are behind on child support, not because they're losers, but because they get laid off of jobs. Yeah. And what happens is, is they will the court will order you to pay a certain amount of child support and you may not have it. I know guys that literally can barely take care of themselves, but they pay as much money as they can in child support and they're still behind. And the number just goes up higher and higher and higher and higher. So that man that is actually paying is not going to get money. So he's struggling. That's not fair. That's, yeah. that's not fair. The one one thing that bothers me about the whole uh, child support thing too is mm-hmm. one thing it, it it multiplies by each child. Oh wow! And then also, like you said, the numbers sometimes be so outrageous. It's ridiculous. It's man. Be so crazy. Like you know, more money. Like especially um, the less money you make, it's almost more money. It's weird, right? Yeah, I know. Um, my my uncle was. He he had back child support for years and years and years, and he had finally got a job after you know being in the streets, probably selling drugs and stuff. Yeah. And then he 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 finally got a solid job, and he was like, "Yo, I'm not working no more. Like all my money is going to this back child support. I can't oh even God. like basically I'm working to pay child support. Oh so there needs to be like some sort of reform when it comes yeah, to. I I think at the end of the day, I, here's the thing. I think that. It comes down to the court too, because sometimes people get a good judge. Yeah, right, and they and they can tell the, and you could reason with the judge and say, "Look, you know, it's my child. I want to take care of him, but I have to get me right, right? Because how are you going to get you right if you can't afford a car, but you're paying child support?" People say, "Well, you had a child. That's your responsibility." But how could you even be more responsible for a child when you can't get your life all the way on track? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a fine line. I think that there's deadbeats that don't do shit for their kids, and they don't deserve to get any type of stimulus check or anything. But the guy that's out here trying, he's going to get punished. That's not fair. Yeah. That's fucked up. And then, you know, the, the bad part about it, too, is, you know, obviously you as a parent should financially um, be responsible for your kid. But what happens to the person that has a child and then um, they're in a struggling state? And then the person that they have the child with is they have a good job and then their husband has a good job right. and they live in a good life. Yeah. So they just pocket in that extra money. 100%. And, and then the other guy out here is struggling, working at McDonald's or yeah. whatever regular job. It's like it's they crazy. have to take things into account and say, hey, you know, you guys have a, you know, as a collaborative, you guys, could, you guys are doing really good taking care of this child. This guy's over here struggling. We're going to have to reduce this child support right now until we can see his finances reflect him doing this. And I think mm-hmm. like. It's just this all or nothing idea from the court system, and it doesn't really work out very good for the man. Mm-hmm. Look, I, for, it's a for, very sexist. It's uh, very yeah, man. Practice, yeah, it is. Um, but I will, I will say, like, look, man, you do have kids. You have to take care of your children, right? Mm-hmm. Bottom line, you have to. 
but you also have to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you get it, let's say, for example, you're a dude, you worked all this overtime. Let's say you get a check for twenty eight hundred dollars. And then by the time all the child support and shit is out of it, that check is for like fourteen hundred. Mm-hmm. Bro, mm-hmm. that's insane. Mm-hmm. You know, you get a fourteen or thirteen hundred dollar paycheck. How are you going to take care of yourself? Now, you, you got enough money to pay, probably pay for a little stuff. But then your expenses got to be super low just yeah. for you to live. Uh-huh. That's oh, God. So, yeah, I don't agree with that. Uh-huh. Um, personally, that's just that's just my thing. Yeah. Um, you know, going back to the main point, as far as like people on uh, that old child support not getting paid, that's just that's just I mean, that's defeating the purpose. Right. Because yeah. a lot of these people are in financial um, despairs at the moment. Right. And you're just making it worse by saying just because you owe child support, you can't get any money. That sounds crazy. Yeah. At least do it to where you like, hey, we'll take 400 off and then we'll give you 100 just so you can, you know, start to pay the child support back. But right. not- That's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. But I think we've reached a point now where they're giving these checks and they're like, oh, we're going to have them very soon. The American people need to know, first of all, when they're getting their fucking money. Yeah. Now. Yeah. They need the money now. You got to understand that the, the crime rate is going to go up. There are people that have been fucked off since they lost their jobs. They've been looking for food, everything. They're going to yeah. resort to fucking breaking into someone's house or stealing shit from them if they don't get any money. They should do a couple of things, too, is, you know, maybe boost some people's food stamps and stuff. Cause, for real. Because the kids are at home. So that's multiplying the amount of food that you got to. You got to. First of all, buy. first of all. First of all, the American people, regardless of how much money they make, first of all, I won't say regardless of how much money they make, American person who applies for food stamps should be able to get it. Yeah. Like, just like WIC, WIC is not for poor people. It's for everybody. Yeah. Regardless of your financial um, situation, they, they should be doing the same thing for everybody right now. Due to the fact that people are going through shit. And they ain't even got a lot. I don't care if you make over a hundred thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. You may, you may have. Who knows what situation you're in? You might need emergency food stamps. Yeah, the American per people right now need a break. They need help. Okay, I'm not saying it's not a fucking handout, regardless of how you think about it, mm-hmm. because you are the machine. You've been making the machine work this whole time. Now you got a pandemic. I don't care if you got a bunch of money saved. If you don't want to take the opportunity, then do that. But mm-hmm. the, the any American person that applies for food stamps should get it. Yeah. That's my opinion. That's and people one. have to be stop being so judgmental of people that get food stamps. Right. Because it doesn't mean you're lazy. It doesn't mean no. you're not trying to look for work. Um a lot of times, um the obviously the unemployment rate is usually low. Yeah. It's in the teens, thirteen, yeah. twelve, you know, eleven, whatever, whatever percentage it Fucking is. Three over three million right now. Exactly. So there's like 87% of people out there that actually have jobs. So stop acting like right. uh, food stamps is only for, you know, people that ain't trying to find work. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous, man. That's mm-hmm. that's insane. Yeah. But look, uh, my, my thoughts go out to the just the American people, the average American person yeah. that, that tunes into the podcast. And you might be thinking like, you know what? I could use some help. That does not mean you are looking for a handout. Mm-hmm. It just means that you have spent money on car notes and mortgages and uh, uh, unexpected things. You know, maybe somebody passed away and you had to pay for a funeral. Who knows? Yeah. And, you know, you know if for anybody that has a critique of a person, you know, getting laid off and applying for food stamps or applying for unemployment, the 
banks needed a bailout. Right. All these car companies went under in, what, 2009, 2010. Right. Uh, Barack Obama had to write crazy checks for all these terrible right. companies to come out of the hole. Right. So you need to give the those people the same criticism that you give, you know, anybody applying for food stamps or whatever. 1,000. Actually, they're, they are way worse critique than the American person. Yeah. Because you're supposed to be this huge conglomerate. You can't keep your shit together. Mm-hmm. Fucking Wells Fargo. Making Ford. All the- Ford. Ford stock is crashing crazy right now. Yeah. That mug is like $3. Man, Ford out here about to suck a dick. <laughs> I suck your dick, man. <laughs> buy my car, man. Yeah, buy my car, man. <laughs> I'll do anything, man. I'll do anything, man. I'll let you get, I'll let you get this wet pussy, man. man it's wet. It's, it's wet butthole, man. It's so wet, man. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Ford, sorry ass, goddamn, uh, uh, Wells Fargo making all these fucking fake accounts and shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. If these motherfuckers could get breaks, then the American person, the American, the average American citizen. And I'm, I, 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 just being objective here, I don't think I've heard that point made. So what? That point that stop treating these big conglomerates different than a person applying applying for food stamps or whatever. 100%. No, I've never heard yeah, that point. So so fresh, you know, fresh on a Trucker's Mind podcast, you know what I mean? Hot takes, hot takes, baby, hot All takes. All right, man, let's give it up for Keith. <laughs> 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 that, mug, that mug is, you know, it's a round of applause, but it's also that same smack you be doing when you talk about beating cheeks. Oh, this one? <laughs> 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 That's that devil time when you start hitting it crazy. Yeah, when you start hitting it crazy, it's just, <laughs> it sounds like a crazy back shot right here. What? Damn. That's funny. That's the Pornhub Premium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, switching gears. Um, what's weird about this whole situation, you know, not only with the landscape of the world right now, um, this virus is showing people's true colors. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you need to pay attention in this moment right now. You need to pay attention to everyone who is in your inner circle because um, there's a couple things. If you know somebody who personally was hoarding toilet paper and hoarding water and and taking a bunch of supplies, you can't fuck with them later on. How can you trust somebody who would react that way? Yeah, right. If they're stealing, if they're not not so much stealing, but if they're that greedy to take that much things from other people. Yeah. What do you think they're gonna do to you when the when the when the when the chips fall down? When 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 times get tough, what are they mm-hmm. gonna do? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's hard to trust people. How are you gonna trust somebody that doesn't even take this type of situation seriously? Yeah. People that are out there with a big, huge group of people having activities, mm-hmm. right? And some of these people that are doing these things may have grandmothers and fathers at home. They might even have kids, but they're so selfish and they're so dumb and they're not thinking that they're doing this shit. And you got to watch these people because these are the same people that you're supposed to, you might have to be in a, a professional setting with them. Mm-hmm. How can you trust them to be able to, to, to follow through on something when they can't even follow through for their grandparents, for their kids, for their families? Mm-hmm. This shit is serious. Yeah. This is the time to evaluate everyone <laughs> in your life because once everything gets back to normal, they've already showed you who they were. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We always say, uh, you know, how you do anything is how you do everything. Yep. So it's it's like you said, it's extremely important right now to 
pay attention to people's social medias. Pay attention to mm-hmm. you know people's Snapchats, Instagrams, and see see what they're doing on these stories on a day to day basis. Mm-hmm. Those people that's you know minding their business, staying out of the way, cooking at home, et cetera, et cetera. Those are the people you can trust in times like this. But mm-hmm. the people that's out there. You know, still trying to go to the club, still in these yep. large, you know, social gatherings and, uh, you know, passing blunts back and forth and all oh this kind God. of thing. It's like, man, you just got to be mindful of those people. You know, Caesar said something on episode 20 that I'll never forget. And it made a lot of sense. He said, if you do one thing sloppy, you do everything sloppy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that shit stuck with me because it's the fucking truth. Yeah. Some people, that's how they are. So if yeah. they're reckless in this situation... If they're thoughtless in this situation, they're not taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying people don't change. I'm not saying you don't update things. But I think that once you've you've gotten old enough to make rational decisions and you consciously choose not to do it, yeah, then that's who you are. Yeah. You know, and it's it's hard for me to not see you out of that light mm-hmm. uh during a moment when things should be taken pretty seriously. Have you ever seen like um, you know, the presentation is everything, right? Right, right. So, have you ever seen a person that like consistently be wearing like wrinkly clothes or yeah. like consistently just be wearing like just dingy clothes out in the world? You know, it's yeah. you know, it's cool to be comfortable every now and then, but a person yeah. that's just like always just looking dingy. Yeah. Um and their personality matches that. Yeah. And that's because like you said, like, you know, you if you do one thing sloppy, you do everything sloppy. So that's the the same sort of thing, like, you know, um so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think that um for example, uh, one of my it's like a big brother to me. A uh, shout out to Marvin uh Marvin Meeks if you catch this out, but uh Marvin when I went to trucking school, um I watched how he prepared for stuff, like how he studied, how seriously he took stuff. Um, you know, the the distance he kept between him and other people because he wanted to, you know, make sure he did his job correctly. Yeah. Like watching him do stuff, it it just it kind of um, it, it changed the culture inside of me. Yes. Yeah. You know, I was serious about how I was doing, but you could get a little bit loose a little bit and, you know, might want to be a little more talkative to people and want to hang out and shit. Mm-hmm. And there were some people that didn't really take the trucking school that seriously, but I knew that, you know, you know, from, for the sake of my life and my livelihood, I had to be serious, but I had a good example. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to, you know, uh, give you the whole backstory and be long winded, but, what he did is how he did like, mm-hmm. you know, when he prepared before he went to, uh, went to the class in the morning and you know how his, his clothes wasn't dingy and they was folded up and mm-hmm. shit. And all the stuff was re- like when he pulled out his notes, they was all back precise, to back yeah. precise, mm-hmm. all that shit. I watched it. I don't know if he knows it, but I watched that shit. And that is something that had an effect on me. Yeah. You know? So that's why it's important. That's why to this day, like we don't live like near each other. He lives way. I think he lives out in Stockton. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when I chop it up with him, it's still like we pick up where we left off because he's a solid dude. Yeah, you know, he's a good example. But what? a lot, a lot of people, um, they just sloppy and it, it yeah. reflects on what they do. I think I see the same thing in like in my field as far as like filmmakers and stuff like. Mm-hmm. You see like a person's presentation, and if they a person yeah. that like we talked about, just like. Just sloppy, uh, you know, wrinkly shirt and stuff like that that carries over into their their filmmaking. And you'll you'll see one of their films and the frame will be off, you know, it'll be you know, the edit'll be kind of wonky and just the different little subtle things that you notice. So 
I think um, it's just so, it's something to be mindful about. I, I, I would post to the listeners out there, like, just pay attention to something like that. Like, you know, if you see a person, um, like one of your friends, and you see their, their person that's a little bit uh, lazy or their person that's, you know, they, they just have a inability to finish things that they started or whatever. Right. Use the the big world example, whatever like you guys got, whatever business or whatever you guys have together. But also look at how they do other like things in their in their other lives. Yeah, you know, how do they work out? How do they, you know, how do they wash dishes? How do they, you know, clean their bathroom? Whatever the case may be, and 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 you'll start to understand these people on a deeper level. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it takes yeah, it takes time. Mm-hmm. It's very telling. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, man. Um. Not a whole lot on that. Where we at, man? One fifty-one. All right. Well, you know, I think we've given the people uh, a good production here. Mm-hmm. It's been quite some time, uh, folks. For all those that are in quarantine, just like us, we understand your struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, we ask everyone to remain inside. Keep, oh yeah. Keep your outside activities minimal. This is just a moment in time, folks. It's just a moment. Right? And one thing I also want to say is. Similar to the conversations we had about investing your uh, your tax return, I would pose to everybody out there to just be smart with your stimulus. You know, when yeah. if slash when we get it, um, don't be out there just buying new shoes and stuff like that. You know, make sure you're taking care of yourself and your kids and um, pay your bills and making make sure. Be and this is an opportunity because a lot of the stuff that we would normally have to pay is being postponed as far as your rent. You know, that the, we talked about the mortgages being, um, kind of, I don't know what the correct term is, but you don't have to pay the mortgages right now. Right. So take advantage of that. Basically you got free money. So invest it, save it, you know, do whatever you can to come out on this other side, you know, buy some stocks because they're extremely cheap right now. Do whatever you can to come out on this other side on top. And then that way you had that momentum. When you get your drive back, you just got money chilling. I think the person that's going to be on top of everyone is the person that somehow finds a way to start some type of business that yeah. could, that could be utilized right now, that could start right now, and when everything takes off, it's going to go crazy. Yeah, booming. Yeah. I don't know what that business is. I don't know if it's an app. I don't know if it's a food service. Mm-hmm. But if you somehow get that started now and people are using and they're utilizing it now. Imagine when everything opens up. That shit'll be nuts. Yeah. I don't know who it is, but right now there's some there's the next Mark Zuckerberg, there's the next Elon Musk, there's the yeah. next Jeff Bezos right now, and he's foaming at the mouth because he's putting in work and he's creating something. And right now it's growing. Some th- yeah. there's gonna be some type of revolution. I was telling my boy this. about the same idea. Yeah. I was like, this is it's going to be another revolution after this because it's a lot of people. First of all, it's a, it's a time where we need things like we, we you know, they say, um, what's the quote about invention? Necess- necessity is the birth of invention or something mm, like that. True. So basically when we need some, when we need something as a society, that's when people start brainstorming and coming up with the greatest ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to be another revolution just like this whole internet thing or you know it might be a like a sub um era of the the internet age where you know there's like you said new apps or whatever the case may be new toys new phones new 
uh, electronics or whatever. And then, you know, we're going to see it in 2022, 2023, all these like all this time that people got where especially these tech guys where they're probably not at Google and exactly. Tesla right now. They're probably Ooh. sitting at home just chopping away at these freaking yeah. apps and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's going to be crazy. A, a, there's a motherfucker right now that's interning for Google, Tesla, one of them. But right now they're not working and it's like him mm-hmm. and, and three fucking computer nerds. Mm-hmm. And they're all hanging out like, hey, we should do this in the molecular structure. Yes, it's different. When everything starts back up, <laughs> we'll have enough hemoglobin to run over. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, it yeah. looks like we came to the end of this episode. I want to thank everyone. Make sure you stay inside. Be safe. Yes, sir. Uh, take take your Flintstone vitamins and everything will uh, be all right, all right? Yeah. Thank you for listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K. Fings. We're out of here. Peace.